We're on problem 13. Problem 13. And they say, if 4x is equal to 6u, which is equal to 5v, which is equal to 7w, all of which is greater than 0, which of the following is true? So they're essentially wanting you to order w to, they want you to order these terms from in order from least to greatest. So one thing I'm going to do is let me order these terms from the coefficients from least to greatest. So you, that's the same thing as 4x is equal to 5v, which is equal to 6u, which is equal to 7w, right? And they're all greater than 0. So let me. So what's going to be the great, greater, x or w? So if I have 4 of something, and that equals 7 of this thing, this is going to be the smallest, right? Think of it this way. Um, if x could be. If x was if x was seven, then w would be four. Try that out. If x was seven, then this term would be twenty-eight, then w would be four. So w is the smallest, and by that same principle, u is going to be next. So w is less than u, which is less than v, which is less than x. And it's just on the principle, you know, if if it takes me seven of something to make up the four of something else. This thing has to be bigger, because I need fewer of it to make 7 of this thing. And by the same logic, u is less than v, right? Because you need 6 of that thing to make 1 of v. I mean, if you really wanted to, um, if, you, if you wanted to kind of try it out, you could divide all of these by 4, and you'd get x is equal to 5 fourths v, which is equal to 6 fourths u, is equal to 7 fourths w. All of these terms are greater than 1. So x is more than more than all of these. And you could do it for all of these, and, and you would see that same order, that whichever one has the highest coefficient is going to be the smallest number, and then the next smallest is going to be u, then v, then x. So let's see what choice that is. w is less than u, which is less than v, which is less than x. And that's choice d. Problem 14. Let the function h be defined by h of t is equal to 2 times t squared t cubed sorry t cubed minus 3 when h of t is equal to minus 60 so h of t is equal to minus 60 what is 2 minus 3t what is 2 minus 3t so let's see what we can what we can what we can do here 2 minus 3t so h of t is equal to minus 60 so minus 60 is equal to 2 times t cubed minus 3. Fair enough. And then divide both sides by 2. I'm just trying to see where I can go with this. Divide both sides by 2. So you get minus 30 is equal to t cubed minus 3. Add 3 to both sides. You get minus 27 is equal to t cubed. Oh, and this is pretty straightforward. Something to the third power is equal to minus 27. Well, what's the cube root of 27? It's 3. So the cube root of minus 27 is minus 3. So t is equal to minus 3. And you could try that out. What's minus 3 to the third power? Minus 3 times minus 3 is 9, times minus 3 is minus 27. So when h of t is minus 60, t is equal to minus 3. And so what is 2 minus 3t, which is what they asked us originally? It's going to be 2 minus 3 times minus 3. So it's 2 minus minus 9, or 2 plus 9, which is equal to 11. And that is choice B.
next problem. I will switch colors. Where was I? Uh, my brain is fried from doing all of these SAT problems, but I figure I do it once and it will be there forever for students for the rest of eternity to learn SAT problems and compete with my future children and they'll be ang what? Problem 15. If x is divisible by 3 and y is divisible by 5, which of the following must be divisible by 15? So x divisible by 3. So x is a multiple of 3. You can kind of view it that way. y is divisible by 5. Which of the following must also be divisible by 15? Do you know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to say, look, you could say write this. You could write x is equal to 3k, where k is some integer, right? We don't know what multiple x is of 3, but we know 3 times some integer k is equal to x. And similarly, you could say y is equal to 5, I don't know, 5m, where you could say some integer m times 5 is equal to y, right? Because we know that 5 times something is equal to y. That's what divisible means. So let's, let's look at the choices. 1. They want to know which of the ones are divisible by 15. So choice 1 is x times y, right? Well, x times y is the same thing as, let's as 3k times 5m. And that's the same thing as 15km. So that's xy is the same thing as 15 times the product of two integers. And the product of two integers is going to be an integer, right? So this is definitely divisible by 15. So choice 1 is divisible by 15. Problem 2. Problem 2. 3x plus 3x plus 5y. So we can do the same thing. x is 3k, so that's 3 times 3k plus 5y plus 5 times 5m plus 5 times 5m, that equals 9k plus 25m. This isn't necessarily divisible by 15. I mean, what if k and m are both 1, right? Then you get 34, and this is not divisible by 15. All right, choice 3. Choice 3, 5x plus 3y. Doing the same thing, that equals 5 times 3k, right? This is x. 5 times 3k plus 3 times 5m. And this equals 15k plus 15m. And you can factor out the 15, right? That's 15 times k plus m. And once again, so this thing is equal to 15 times k plus m. k plus m is going to be some integer, right? We said k and m are both integers. So this term right here is definitely divisible by 15. So 1 and 3 are our answer. And that is choice d. And you know, if you didn't want to do this fancy stuff where you say it's multiplying by some integer, et cetera, et cetera, just, you know, x is divisible by 3, y is divisible by 5. Well, let's just say x is equal to 3 and y is equal to 5, and then try them out. Then xy is going to be 15, which is, of course, divisible by 15. This would be, let's see, 3 times 3 plus 5 times 5, this would be 34, not divisible by 15. And then the final one, 3 times 5 is 15, plus 3 times 5 is 15, this would be 30 which is divisible by 15. So that would have been kind of the quick and dirty, not necessarily the most mathematically rigorous way of doing it, but it would have gotten you the right answer. And that really is what matters, I guess, on the SAT. That would have been the quick and dirty solution. Let me see if I can draw this thing. OK, one line like that, one line like that, one line 
something like that. And what do they tell us about this? Use yellow. They tell us that this angle right here is 115 degrees. This is line L. This is Z degrees. Line M, line N, and this is Y degrees. Looks like we're going to have to play the angle game here. This is Y degrees. In the figure above, what is Y plus Z? Y plus Z. So when I play the angle game, I just try to figure out as many sides as I can. So if this is 115, what is this going to be? Well, 115 plus this is supplementary, right? So these are going to add up to be 180. So this is going to be 180 minus 115. What's 80 minus 15? It's 65, right? Because 80 minus 10 is 70. So this is 65 degrees. And I just said that because this angle plus this has to be 180, right? Now, what is this angle right here? This angle right here is going to be 180 minus y for the same reason, because it's supplementary to y. This angle here, same reason, is going to be 180 minus z. 180 minus z. And we know this angle plus this angle plus this angle has to add up to 180. So 65 plus 180 minus y plus 180 minus z is equal to 180. Let's see, you can, so that's what's, let's see, you could subtract 180 from both sides. You get a 0 here. What's 65 plus 180? 65 plus 180 is 245 minus y minus z is equal to 0. Add y and z to both sides. You get 245 is equal to y plus z. And that is choice E. See you in the next video.